1: The kingdom of God is in your midst. Mercy and forgiveness take precedence over bitterness and resentment. This
0: is an upside-down kingdom. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's Wednesday, March the 8th. We have enjoyed two days, these last two days, the 6th and the 7th with Donna Underwood, as she has reflected back over 32 years of, of service as a third grade teacher, as a director of curriculum and instruction, as an elementary principal, at Northwest Christian, and it's just been so fun uh, to hear her kind of just download some of the memories and, and really the impact that she's had on a community. It's, it's so profound. Uh, it's it's really hard to capture on on tape, uh, but man, just so so grateful for her and grateful for the God that provides. Because honestly, we as as we started talking, Don and I about this this retirement and her timeline, I just could feel over the course of time a little bit of anxiety building in me because I wanted to make sure. Uh, and isn't that so often the case when we try to do things in our own power and in our own might? that that the anxiety builds. I, I probably should have just trusted that God's plan was perfect, and and now today we have evidence that it is, because he has brought to us uh, Eric Dowdle, who is uh, our new elementary, pending the uh, the board's approval this last Monday night, uh, Eric is our new elementary principal starting in the summer of 2023. So Eric, welcome to Kingdom Culture Conversations, and, and more specifically, welcome to Northwest Christian School. Cool. Thank you,
1: Jeff. It's, it's wonderful to be on campus today and sit in this beautiful computer lab and recently took a tour of the campus and uh, Northwest is such an, uh, an amazing place. So it's, we're
0: grateful to God for this. Thank you. And you'll be relocating from from Tucson, where most recently you served as the deputy headmaster for Push Ridge Christian Academy. Uh, Prior to that, you've served posts in the amphitheater public schools, and you've served as well at Costas Christian in Tucson. So are you ready for the move to Phoenix?
1: You know, we're really ready for the move to to Phoenix because uh, we have three daughters up here, and we just had our first grandchild, Um, and then... My oldest just told us the other day there's another one on the way. So Is that right? We have grandchildren all of a sudden, so we're we're very excited well, about living up in Phoenix with them. Uh, but uh, equally important is, is this new opportunity here at, at Northwest.
0: Yeah, love it. Well, looking back, I, I'd love to hear your story. How did you come to faith in Christ? Did, at what point did your journey of faith begin?
1: In third grade... I sat on a shag carpet in a neighbor's home, and she was hosting a backyard Bible, Bible club. You know, it was in the 70s, um, and she had a flannel board, and she shared this this amazing story, the gospel story. Um, and I was all ears. I was 10 years old or 9 years old, and uh, it was January 13th, I remember. And I prayed to receive Jesus that day, because I didn't want to go to hell. But at the same time, I wanted this life in Christ. I wanted him to come into my heart, and so I prayed to receive him that day. And I share that story with students um, because it's it connects with them, and it's, uh, well, it's my testimony, so I love sharing it.
0: I love it. So was your, did you come from a Christian home? Had, I did. Were you the first one? Okay, mm-hmm. so you weren't the first one in your home necessarily to find faith in Christ.
1: No, I, I came from a, a Christian home. Both parents know the Lord. Um, oh, wonderful. And uh, my father was in ministry as a psychologist working for a large church, and uh, so we've always had a, a strong church experience growing up, and then the same for my family, my girls growing up.
0: Well, I think it's neat that you came to faith in Christ during what in biblical worldview we often call the three thirteen, or I've heard it called the the four fourteen window, and that mm-hmm. is to say that eighty five percent of those that lay claim to a relationship with Christ today found Christ during those pivotal years, mm-hmm. those years that are between three years old and thirteen, mm-hmm. or between four and fourteen, and I think it's pretty neat that you're going to be taking charge. You'll be carrying the mantle for that age group here here at Northwest Christian. I think that's wonderful.
1: Well, and that's what gets me up in the morning, Jeff, is is that opportunity to share Jesus with children and, and helping them to understand the gifts and talents that He has uh, for them, that plan He has for their life, mm. uh, because it's rich and it's powerful for each one. And so I'm looking forward to getting back uh, into working with, with young children, because uh, the opportunity is tremendous.
0: It really is. It really is. So, it, at what point did you feel like the Lord was was guiding your path into the field of education? Do you remember those moments?
1: I was a sophomore in college uh, in my undergraduate program uh, when I decided I needed to focus on education, and then earned uh, degrees in learning disabilities and elementary education, and then taught for a few years and. Went back uh, to get a master's in language reading and culture from the U of A, and then uh, more education uh, to, to earn my principal certification in the state of Arizona with Ed Leadership and 30 more credit hours there. But um, no, all that was secular education, and my first, my first experience in a Christian school was walking in and as, as an assistant principal, is that right? And so uh we walked in the door and I was recently hired as an I was hired as an assistant principal back then. It was 1997. Um and it was an amazing experience to realize that I had a double mind that there were things that were sacred and there's things that were secular and in my education background, you didn't mix those things. You know, I'd worked in church, I'd worked in lay ministry but this was the first time to consider my role in a Christian school as a ministry, and that God owned all that, that he owned all of all of what we teach our students. And It's, it's
0: all sacred. I love and that. So, in the words of Abraham Kuyper, there's nothing around which Christ, in all of creation, there's nothing around which Christ does not throw his arms and say mine. Amen. And yet, <laughs> mm-hmm. it is a difficult adjustment. How long did it take you to... It took me a good three years. Did it really? To, wow. To work through that process
1: of well, it, it, it was ingrained in yeah. all my training. It was ingrained as a teacher um, working in public schools, and, and so it took, it took some time to adjust uh, from not only being a Christian, who is an educator, but into really a, a Christian educator. And, and you know that learning never stops either. Um, I still enjoy learning how to be a Christian yeah. educator. so
0: Well, in, in your commitment to Christian education, I mean, you've served within a couple of, of schools that have wonderful reputations. CASAS mm-hmm. and, and Ridge and Tucson are, are two wonderful schools. But outside of that, you've been part of the, the board leadership for a couple of very important organizations. You've worked with ACSI as part of the Regional Accreditation Commission. And then in addition to that, you've also uh, just recently joined joined the joined the board for the Arizona Christian Education Coalition. Do uh, you want to talk a little bit about your time at, at the Regional Commission, the Accreditation Commission with ACSI? I mean, you had the opportunity really to get Nick Deep in with a lot of different schools throughout the Rocky Mountain region. Yes. Uh, how long did you serve on that commission? What were some of the things that you took away from that time?
1: That was That was a good nine years that I had served on that commission. Uh, when I first joined, uh, it was pretty intimidating, but thanks be to God, Donna Underwood, uh, That's was right. there and I learned a great deal from her on that commission. Um, but we were able to oversee the accreditation processes of schools in six states. And, um, our role was to assist schools and support schools through their accreditation processes. And then i also approve, uh, Visiting team reports and all of that, but we learned a great deal uh, in those years on that commission,
0: um, and it was an honor to serve on that that commission. Well, and it was in your role, I believe you were on the commission when you served as part of the accreditation team for our last accreditation here at Northwest Christian, our last accreditation visit. So yes. you you really did get the opportunity. This isn't a school that you're walking into blind. You you've seen our strengths. You've seen our weaknesses too.
1: Well, I've admired Northwest for years, um, and really Donna was my first introduction to oh. what, what really is special about Northwest. Um, it's about results, but it's also about relationship here. Yeah. You know, and The Lord is working through people, and I know uh, He's doing amazing things in the lives of students because of all these great people that work here.
0: You know one of the things I loved we we had the opportunity to talk to quite a few candidates and review quite a few resumes and applications but in so doing one of the things that really jumped out at me from your resume was how often you equated head of school or deputy headmaster or principal with the word minister. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that how how in your experience how does ministry best take place in an mm. academic environment? Mm.
1: Well, I served in a large Christian school for 22 years as head of school there at Casas in Tucson, but Casas is a ministry of a large church, and so I was also ordained to be a minister, uh, and the, my primary duty as a minister was to to be the pastor over the school. And yeah. so Yes, I came out of a, a, a public school background, but was thrust into this role uh, to become a minister over a Christian school, and that was a huge honor. And so what that did over the years is it definitely gave me a lens uh, for ministry in the, in the Christian school, um, and for us as Christian school leaders, for we in Christian schools, um, I've, I've been just it's been reinforced in me over the years that, uh, we want to be the best academic institution we can be so that we can attract these sweet families and children, uh, and then have the opportunity for true ministry and see lives change and see God work in their lives and also in our lives, obviously. Uh it's, it's across the board and in, 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 in the Christian school community, he, he does things, uh, uh, in us together. And so uh, that, that perspective uh, that we must be great in what we do so that we attract for ministry purposes is, is a driver. Um, and in this case, we also get to see the Lord um, work in the lives of children uh, and, and watch the salvation process occur in their lives as they grow and, and change. And our, our teachers, obviously, are at the heart of that, right? Right. Um, they are our living curriculum, and so um, it's a it's a privilege and an honor to to support and work with teachers because of of all they do for
0: children. Wonderful. So, Eric, earlier I mentioned that that you are presently serving on the board for the Arizona Christian Education Coalition, mm-hmm. and uh, our, our families are just just now really becoming familiar with what that is. But I'd love, uh, from a board member's perspective, what is it that the Christian schools in Arizona, Northwest Christian School included, what is it that we're trying to advocate for or accomplish through the ACEC, the Arizona Christian Education Coalition?
1: Well, the short answer, uh, the one that has just drawn me and made me so excited about serving on that particular board, on that coalition, is the fact that we, we now, as Christian schools, have a formal voice um, in this political process of school choice to really make a difference. Uh, for years and years and years in running a Christian school, um, it was challenging for me, for our school, to, uh, to have a voice in the process uh, of school choice at times. Um, now, with this coalition comprised of, first of all, the largest Christian schools in Arizona, and membership is growing every day mm-hmm. uh, to bring schools into the process, we, we're focused, I believe, in the right ways. And it's all about school choice. Yep. Um, some schools are benefiting greatly from ESAs. Some schools, of course, uh, most all Christian schools have benefited from all forms of tax credit programs for years and years and years. Um, but now we have a person representing us uh, in his discussions with legislatures and even at, with the governor because he knows the governor. And so he's, we have a voice and we have a contact. Um, and so we, therefore, can also weigh in on bills as they're being proposed. Yep. um and and have a voice in those as well. So this is an exciting time for school choice in Arizona, especially Christian schools.
0: It really is. This is I mean just to think through over the course of this last year we have um endured a time where we were effectively within the state legislature uh in a period of school choice minority. Mm-hmm. And yet one of the largest school choice Programs came forward, you know, really one of the largest in the nation, the, the ESA program, mm-hmm. uh, and now we are back into the school choice majority within both houses of the legislature, mm-hmm. um, and so as we as we work to retain the ground that we've made and, and maybe look to gain a little bit as we move through the the session, mm-hmm. um, Arizona Christian Education Coalition is going to be going to be huge, but as we look specifically at Northwest Christian you know, as we look, um, at the school is, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you were part of the accreditation team that last visited. Uh, that was the, I believe that was the accreditation cycle in which we, we were thrilled to, to earn the distinction of exemplary accreditation. Yeah, um, yes. you've seen behind the curtains, you, you know, that, that, We've got strengths and weaknesses. As you look at the school, as you look at your new position within it, what are some of the areas that you might be considering in terms of growth and change?
1: That's a challenging question, Jeff. I, to be honest, I don't have any areas that I've identified for growth and change. Um, what God has established here is, is, a, is a very special school. Um, it's it's a leader uh, in Arizona. It's a leader in our region. Um, and so that doesn't mean there are needs for improvement, right? Uh, we all have them. Our, all our schools have ways we need to improve. But my primary role coming in, especially following uh, such an, uh, an amazing leader in Mrs. Underwood, is to is to absorb. It's to learn. It's to encourage. Um, it's to support. Um, and it's going to take a good a good amount of time um, to to really find that place of leadership uh, because every school is different. Um, but my primary role is to simply get to know people and get to know families and get to know children and. And that will provide a wonderful foundation uh, for leadership and and things that need to be accomplished in the future. But there is no rush, in my opinion, um, given all the good and the amazing things that are being done here. Um, the Lord is good to have brought so many wonderful people to serve here. And each one has a story how he's called them. And therefore, each one... Uh, has specific gifts and talents, uh, gifts and talents that he's given them and he's called them to use in very sweet ways in their classrooms, in their roles, no matter what that role is. And so my job is to get to know that, and get to know those stories. And so I'm really anxious to get started. Um, oh, I've been reading some handbooks too, you know. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm reacquainting myself, certainly. With Wonderful. with our school here and with our elementary program specifically, but uh, and, and and I'm I'm very excited to celebrate. Start celebrating what I see here. Uh, that'll be a, a primary role for me in my first months for sure.
0: Love it. Well, we're excited to have you on the team. And you know, as we close out this. As we close out this episode, I'm wondering, can you tell us just a little bit about your family? Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about, um, you know, I love the fact that there, it sounds like you'll be moving closer to them. So I think that's Mm -hmm. wonderful. So love to hear about your family. And how can we be praying for you as we move through the spring, Mm -hmm. as you prepare to start this summer, as you close up your responsibilities at at Push Ridge, how can we be praying for you, for your family? Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Heather and I have been married 34 years. Uh, We have three daughters, beautiful daughters. They're 30, 28, and 26. They grew up in Christian schools in Tucson. Um, Holly is married to Ben, and she just announced that she is pregnant with their first. Um, So we are very excited about that. Uh, She works for Amazon here in the Valley. And my middle daughter, Kaylin, is a director for Sylvan Learning Center, Okay. Uh, but she just had a baby three weeks ago, and that's our first, our granddaughter, uh, her her daughter, our granddaughter is our first grandchild, and so just before coming over to the school, I stopped by their apartment and held my granddaughter for about 30 minutes. It was just, it's just food Precious. for the soul, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you. Um, and then our youngest is Madeline, and she's a Phoenix firefighter, and so really? all three girls uh, live here in the valley, and... Uh, we are up here all the time, and so we've been talking for years how it would be wonderful one day to be able to move up here and be with our girls again and their and their husbands. Kaylin's um, married to Ryan, and so uh, we love them very much. And so we're very excited about this new opportunity to to move to Phoenix. Um, that's icing on the cake, yeah. um, and we're grateful for what God's doing right now. Um, well, we need a place to live so we could make that a prayer request. Um, and so we're starting to look, of course, but, uh, there's so many options up here. Um, certainly I, I'm beginning, I haven't asked many people to pray about this, but I'm asking folks to, to pray, uh, for the transition, for my transition, uh, from my current school at Push Ridge Christian Academy, and that's, it's actually going to be a good transition. Um, and so but we still will ask the lord to oversee that and make sure it's it's smooth and Amen. seamless and Amen. it's a wonderful school there in tucson um and there's there's a new headmaster coming in and he's going to do a wonderful job and and so it's 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 good that this transition is taking place um, for many, many reasons. So, I just want everybody to know that that my departure there is is a good thing. There's there's not any concern there with that departure at all. It's it's it's. I believe it's ordained by God. Yeah, this a change good, so.
0: a good and healthy thing, and a good. It's a very healthy you know, thing. Great, great season for Push Ridge, mm. just like Northwest Christian mm. So mm-hmm. Well, wonderful. Well, Eric, we are excited to welcome you to the Northwest Christian community. Uh, Just so thrilled that that you're going to be part of this team. Looking forward to all the the adventures that you and I shall have together Mm -hmm. over the course of the next next few years. I I really can't wait. And Mm -hmm. folks, grateful to you for tuning in to today's Kingdom Culture Conversations. Mm -hmm. Take care. Hi, this is Jeff Brown from Northwest Christian School in Phoenix, Arizona. Northwest Christian School has made biblical worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. Frameworks has developed these courses using subject matter experts and curriculum from Summit Ministries, Young Life, Likewise Worship, Creation Evolution Science Ministries, Dave Ramsey Education, Samaritan's Purse, Christ Church of the Valley, Real Faith, Stand to Reason, and many others. For more information, visit Bible Classes for Public Schools.com.